0: Hello and welcome back to Tradey Business School, the podcast that we love to talk about how you can grow your trades or contracting business more profitably and more enjoyably, so that it can uh, help you to uh, live the life of whatever freedom looks like for you. I'm joined by Barry William Magladidi How are you today?
1: Fantastic, thanks, Miranda
0: we are talking about uh, how to write and writing position descriptions today for those of you that have joined and listened to previous episodes we're doing a mini series that follows through barry's book the path to freedom Um, so we're doing the position descriptions we've done vision mission values uh, goals and an all chart and all charts are organizational charts. So if you haven't already listened to those episodes, then I thoroughly encourage you to go back and listen to those before this they are designed to follow on from each other. So today writing position and descriptions. We're going to have a chat about why they are more than just a list of tasks. How they are the blueprint for hiring great staff. Um, how they will help you to attract people that stay and play. Um, and the most common trap that tradies fall into when hiring. So, why why do we even start? Why do we do position descriptions? Barry.
1: Well, I guess attracting the right people uh, by hiring the values is not something that i was kind of told before you know like you think about it a lot of traditional business owners they write a task list and they go and post an ad but the reality is is that a lot of uh, our clients when they joined us complained that they found it very difficult to hire good talent Mm -hmm. and we when we looked at some of our other clients who'd been with us for a while and they were getting like amazing talent rock up on their door wanting jobs with them we we started going okay what's the what's the secret what's the methodology behind this because it was something that for us had kind of come second nature i guess it was something that we just worked out over time and this is where we started to realize that you know a position description is more than a list of tasks it's basically a vision statement for what that employee is, is signing a percentage of their life into like think about it, Miranda, employees spend what? Half their day? Mm. Nearly half their day with their employers. You know, you wanna make sure that they're not just there because they wanna tick a box off and get a paycheck and go home, but they're there for something far greater uh, than than that. And so I guess, you know, having the right position descriptions in place tie off to the last episode we spoke about the organizational charts. It's how we help people set up for success And one of the number one reasons why employees do succeed in business, assuming that we've hired the right culture fit, is because they have exact clarity around their role. So if if you're not hiring staff from values, if you're hiring them based on skill set only, right, or uh, if there's no clarity around their role, if they haven't got a suitable onboarding process, these are things that kind of eat away at the foundations success when it comes to working relationship with our great staff. Mm.
0: you know a position description you've talked about values and I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. Um, you know position description yes it's a, you know, it's a list of what is required to do the job and it's often tasks. Um, and you'll, you'll notice I think there's a there's a template you can get as part of um, the free resources as part of the book So if you jump into the tradies and general contractors free group, you'll be able to get a PDF copy of the book there um, Or you can buy it on Amazon, but what um, I was uh, touching on just then was around uh, a a position description having um, a purpose, so a purpose of the role. Why does that role exist in the business? Um, And then really what I like to look at it as well is it's a list of behaviours that you will notice that support the delivery of the things that that role the person in that role is accountable for and responsible for in their role so um, you you will think about and this is why it's very important you know we we talk about going back and listening to vision mission and values because the values of your business come into play here when you're looking at what's the purpose of this role in my business and how will this role help me to achieve the goals now um, in twelve months and in ten years it helped me head in the direct this business in the direction of the mission and the vision um, you know everyone gets on in the boat and picks up an oar and starts paddling and this is you know what what does paddling look like for this employee in in this role um, it's where you can begin to get to know them and notice how they they are aligned and how they fit. Um, maybe it's their, their values and how they align, and they feel good about um, the behaviours and how you would like for them to show up. So you'll notice them start lighting up when you start talking through some of the some of the things that and the behaviours and, and what they are required to do, why their role, excuse me, why their why their position matters in the business. Um, so you are it's a great way to even start building and setting up culture. Um, one of the traps that we very much notice people um, and and particularly trades start doing, uh, falling into is they start hiring for roles they're not quite ready for. Uh, so you know it's it's about what we recommend is, is is think about this for a moment. If you start identifying where your time sucks are, the biggest bottlenecks where you kind of bottleneck the business, the things that just. You, you you know suck your time the most you really need to start thinking about where your time goes which tasks suck up most of your time where can you be more efficient what should be handed to somebody else or delegated um, and what you actually need to do right now, like a great question to ask is, is this the highest and best use of my time right now? And if it's not, start thinking about um, where that would fit into your business.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, we often
0: um, notice people that will go, well, I've got too many leads right now, so we'll hire a salesperson. Or well, we haven't got enough leads, so let's hire a marketing person. But you probably mentioned, heard us talk about the task audit before, once again, hot tip, start with the task audit when you're thinking about who to hire next.
1: Yeah, if we look at position descriptions, I guess, mentioned before, I want to go a little deeper, on like why they're important is, is for, they're, they're as much for the clarity of you as a business owner as they are for the employee. Now, I'm not sure if you can relate, but you know, for me, when I first started my business and I hired my first employee, They went from being hired from a specific role to doing like a hundred different things. They basically become a lackey. And what it meant was there was a lack of clarity for me and what I can give them, but there was a lack of clarity in them and what was expected of them. And there was this constant more, more, more. Whereas position descriptions um, that are attached to that organisational chart form almost a container in which the employees can operate at their best. So we spoke in the last uh, episode about org chart and having those different roles. Once you've identified which role you need to hire for, you make a position description just for that role, right? And that position description has, you know, title, the department, uh, who they report to, hours of work, if they fall under some sort of certain award for their contract. Uh, salary, I typically don't ever include on position description. I'll have a note saying, you know, refer to letter of offer because that's something that gets revised. We don't want to have to constantly go into several documents to revise things. So if we can leave our position description as something that's more fixed, whereas our salary contract letter of offer is more fluid. Um, We would have on their review period, how often does this position description, this role get reviewed? And then we kind of go into like, what's the purpose of this role? What's the purpose? What are they responsible for? Uh, and what are they accountable for? We spoke, Miranda, briefly on this before as well the difference between accountability, uh, responsibility, and decision making. You know, accountability means that, uh, let's just say that we had a, a new kitchen that was being installed, I'm accountable to, ins- to ensure that job gets done. So it's, it's my arsenal line that job doesn't get done. Yet, Miranda, you're hired as a subtrade to come in and, and plumb the sink up. You have a, a responsibility to do the sink. Now, it's not accountable on you, right? I'm the one that, that needs to make sure that job gets done by deadline, but you are responsible for completing a task within that project. And then we also have decision-making, meaning that this particular role might be able to make a decision to spend up to $1,000 without getting approval from the CEO or without getting approval from the department head. So a good position description breaks down what are they accountable for, what are they responsible for, and do they have any decision-making rights within their role?
0: Mm.
1: Okay. It's really important to have that clarity. And again, if this is done every time you hire a new employee based on your organizational chart, six months, 12 months down the down the path, your whole entire organization has that structure behind it. Mm-hmm.
0: And then from doing this work and putting that level of detail into the position description, you're setting yourself up for the next step, which typically follows after writing a position description, which is hiring. So you already have the makings of your job ad. It's already pre-written and waiting for you to pull out and craft a a compelling uh, job that attracts exactly the sort of um, team member that you want to join you will know how to um write what matters to them um to so that they so you know, immediately you think if that ad is out there it's going to attract those that are going to be a better match and though the others that are not going to be a match will naturally opt out of the process um and a lot of the, a lot of the time not all of the time You know, position description gives you as a business owner the clarity in your thinking and uh, will increase the way in which you communicate with your team so they're always very clear on what they should be doing and what your expectations are. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard a while ago an employee saying, you know, my boss said that I wasn't where I should be yet in my training. Um, And I said, well, do you you know where where you should be? Um. There's no, <laughs> I don't. So there's this. There was a. There was a, a goal. I suppose it should be a, a place or or a level of competency that this employee um, should have been at according to the timeline of progression in the business. They didn't know where they should be or what that should be. So there was a real sense of confusion in this employee. Um, lack of motivation, feeling lost, not supported um morale was down
1: hmm. yeah i so say more than anything i think you know if we were to summarize the the opportunities and advantages of, of good position description is communication clear yeah. communication right everyone's on the same page they know what's happening there's no chance to build up a resentment there's no chance of of any misunderstandings because it's, it's clearly articulated and signed off for by the employee Uh, But it also helps where we start to move on to the next part of the next uh, couple of episodes where we talk about KPIs, we talk about systems, we talk about automation. But ultimately, all these steps help you to build a business that can work without you. They need to be in place as part of the underlying structure that allows the organisation to have adequate and clear communication with itself
0: yeah well said communication all of that so I'm down to communication and everyone's on the same page the page of the position description super simple so I think we'll probably leave it there Barry we've, we've touched on you know why why they matter how to do it the bits that are in there if you would like to go a little bit deeper not if when I'm going to say when when you dive into doing your position descriptions because I know you're all going to um, jump into Tradies and General Contractors Global grab a PDF of the book um, I would recommend getting your hands on a hard copy through Amazon I know mine has got post-it notes hanging out of it um, and I pick it up all of the time so definitely um, that would be my recommendation um, jump on in there there are loads of free resources in the Facebook group um, mostly just just start writing some position descriptions get everyone on the same page and just really um, experience the clarity that it will bring for you in your business. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I uh, cannot wait to talk to you again, have a chat again soon um, about uh, all the all the next bits in the book. I'm going blank on the, what the next chapter is. Is it KPIs, Barry? Yeah. KPI. There we go. So until then, until KPIs, we'll leave it there.
1: Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, everyone. See you in the next one. See you.
0: Bye-bye.